0: Welcome to the D and D Character Lab. Welcome to the D and D Five E Character Lab podcast with your hosts Karen and Dan. Welcome to the D and D Character Lab, the show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist
1: compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Each week, we're bringing a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content and scoring it against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to convince one another that our baby is better.
0: And I'm Dan.
1: And I'm Garen. And this week, we have created our own inhabitants of the world of Middle-Earth that we're able to plug into our 5th edition game thanks to the Adventures of Middle-Earth Player's Guide by Cubicle 7. This is a fantastic supplement that just takes you almost completely out of D &D while keeping all the mechanics the same so you have no new learning to do but you have everything to experience new cultures that they call them which are the races new classes new virtues which are the feats all new backgrounds i have absolutely loved reading through this book
0: yeah i also had a lot of fun uh rolling up my character this is normally where i would insert some sort of clever lord of the rings pun but they're all aragon
1: And that's what i'm talking about
0: (laughs) thank you thank you we're here all week uh that was utterly cringeworthy
1: and it's a great start to the episode because you know what else makes me cringe going to game night and the host has all the lights on and his kids are screaming in the background and there are no dungeon snacks i mean when i host i always make sure to have the most immersive experience for my party as possible and with the help of cantrip candles you can too, because their are 100% soy candles are designed for the use of tabletop adventures like D&D and Pathfinder to escape and delve into the world that the DM is trying to create. Cantrip candles have a great selection of scents that smell like different locations in a fantasy world taverns, bakery, even a library full of arcane texts. Personally, we're super into the Blackhound Tavern, sent a candle with notes of rye whiskey and rich firewood. But to be honest, we also got that sampler pack. We've told you this, guys, before, because the sampler pack now comes in every single flavor, <laughs> every single scent in one package. And once you decide on which one you want to buy, because it's going to be all of them, splurge on that newly offered 16 ounce candle size and they all come with a metal d20 best thing about cantrip candles they don't even cost a spell slot be sure to check them out that's cantrip candles and if you don't know how to spell cantrip you shouldn't be playing D, fool thank
0: you garen and cantrip candles for that message now let's escape into middle earth i guess i'll tell you about my little hobbit boy his name is marcus headstrong thank you now first
1: too. of all they hate being called hobbit boys
0: that's not true marcus actually shot me a text from he has a pebble Uh, okay all right my bad years ago in middle earth a powerful force was awoken and it had to be destroyed in mount doom for centuries all has been calm except until recently there has been much unrest amongst the townspeople and legend has it more frequent tremors that are experienced in Middle middle earth are a result of the reawakening of this powerful force being reforged in mount doom marcus headstrong is a late descendant of the great frodo baggins and has an innate connection to the discordance that is being experienced in Middle-earth.
1: Pandering!
0: And has sworn sworn to return where his ancestor destroyed the ring that caused so much turmoils in centuries past. Mount Doom. A charming cobbler in the town of Rohan and master of all trades, armed with only his charm and a pan flute, along with a longsword and shortbow, of course. Marcus must rise to the occasion and save the fate of the Hobbit people. So really, oh, I just gave man. you a plot. I just gave you a plot hook and not a backstory. But there's really not much you can go off of when you're creating. I'm not Tolkien. I can't create my own Middle Earth. Yeah, you basically
1: story. made a fan film.
0: Yeah. What's wrong with that? I once wrote a Harry Potter <laughs> book where Hermione and Harry Harry got married.
1: Lots. It, of, I'll lots put it up of, on
0: dndcharacterlab.com.
1: Lots of bone Ford, in there too. I. Ford, I bet.
0: Ford, forward slash, Harry Potter fan fiction.
1: Oh gosh. You're All just right. jealous. That
0: was a dope plot hook. What do you got?
1: Well, I think you said that you live in the city of Rohan? Yeah. The kingdom of Rohan? That's right. Well, then maybe you've heard of Anslan, one of the most famous horse archers in all of the kingdom of Rohan.
0: Definitely haven't heard of him.
1: Well, then you're living in a hole, Hobbit Boy, because Anslan had a son who rose to be even more impressive than him. I'm talking about Anslan, son of Anslan, the rider of Rohan. He's an emissary of his people. He rose up into the king's guard and became one of the most trusted members of the king's guard on on horseback. He is a master of the horse and a master of the bow and this level 5 scholar because not only is he dangerous He's brilliant. Anslan, son of Anslan, is truly a cultural icon.
0: You always have stupid names. Every time.
1: Because I refuse to use fantasy name generator.
0: You're using your own fantasy name generator, which is the Garen Jones's brain, and it's terrible.
1: Oh, my brain is sharp as tech. Coming in hot. You jealous. Now, before we get into scoring, we are going to point out that Adventures in Middle Earth is actually very low magic, because only wizards can really control magic, and you can't play a wizard in this game. You're not Gandalf. Alright, we're going to put it to you plain. You're not even a All alright? So, there will be no burninating in this scoring session. But apart from that, we have every other category available to us.
0: That's right, this is a low magic world. A low to no magic world, so we are not burninating. But I am burninating to tell you how Marcus Headstrong does in the melee category. Uh, He has a long sword that deals out out 1d8 slashing damage. I'm arguing a 0. Level 5 character.
1: Okay, a long sword. No modifier on that.
0: No, one attack.
1: Mm, I think yours is a zero because I think mine is a minus one. Because okay. all I have is a dagger, plus five to hit, one D4, plus three. I got pretty high dex, but it's just a dagger.
0: And one dagger? You have one?
1: Yeah, I only carry one dagger.
0: Okay, that's really dumb. It's my, it's my that like last open, resort. Is that like to open, like, boxes?
1: <laughs> I also open all the packages to the king, and I got to check okay. them to make sure there's no yeah. poison in I them. Figured.
0: Yeah, when Amazon goes to Middle Earth, you got somebody's got to open the box. Okay, so how do you doing in ranged?
1: Oh, I'm coming in so hot in ranged because I am a horse archer, obviously. And as one of my virtues, I, you can take some of the cultures, which is really nice, especially the human cultures allow you to have a stat increase, but they allow you to choose your virtue. So basically, it's like a variant human. You get to choose a feat right off the bat. And King's Guard is one of the things that I chose, which gave me the benefit of horse archery. So I don't have disadvantage within five feet of me if I attack A creature with a ranged weapon so I can attack with a ranged weapon all the time I don't even need the dagger and I have plus one to my attack rolls when I'm on horseback so that is a plus five to hit that's
0: dumb I don't care how skilled you are on horseback you don't do better on horseback than you would standing on the ground
1: I'm the rider of Rohan these guys are born in the saddle dumb plus five to hit plus six to hit if I'm on horseback 1d8 plus three I think this is a plus one because I only have one attack
0: well, I'm going to also argue a plus one, because I have a short bow, plus seven to hit, so it's a more sure thing, 1d6 plus three damage.
1: How did you get it up to a plus seven?
0: So, I, I didn't say what I am. I'm I'm a male Harfoot Hobbit, level five, Counselor Warden of the Mighty Oath background. So, I have proficiency. You, we'll, we'll get to that, as a matter of fact. I'm not even going to... No, I want to get to this. it right it's now, because you're saying you got a plus seven to on, hit. Basically... I have the thing called Fair Shot, which allows plus one to ranged weapon attacks. I also have a plus three proficiency bonus to it. And then, of course, my dex modifier is a plus three as well. So that's plus seven.
1: Oh, do we have a plus three proficiency now? Because that would up all of my modifiers.
0: That's why you don't hand write your papers.
1: Whoops. So yeah, I, I do also have a plus seven to hit when I'm on horseback. So it sounds like we're pretty even then.
0: Yep. So I think we should both get a plus one. I'm going to move on to Control. Now, did plus. you
1: manage to make a controlling guy?
0: I did. I have a plus two. I have advantage on saving throws against corruption.
1: Which is, of course, the shadow, the dark magics that are alive in this world. They made a few tweaks to your classic 5e game, as I mentioned before. So there are not only new skills that we're going to get into when we talk about our characters in more depth, but you got to worry about the shadow. you got to worry about the darkness. So having saves against corruption is a great thing. It doesn't. It allows you to stay pure.
0: I have advantage on those. I have Hobbit nimbleness, which is exactly the same thing as uh, Halfling nimbleness. And I can also hide in plain sight as long as there is a creature that is larger around me. I also have Ever Watchful, which on a successful DC-12 intelligence check that is rolled with advantage, I am able to hear the latest news and rumors, although I'm unable to discern what is true and what is false. But I can also hear Hmm. trouble as well as locations of prominent figures in the area. I also have the discourse ability which allows me to make a charisma check with advantage whatever check is up to me but it has to fall under the charisma category and on a success a creature that would probably normally be hostile towards us uh or the party or me is friendly towards me and you can avoid combat so you can only use that once per short rest however that's pretty great control i'm gonna an, i'm in an plus two
1: okay you've once again managed to make a very controlling character so I am going to make you roll on this
0: my charisma modifier is a plus two I rolled an eight
1: oh I ain't gonna that's do gotta it hurt
0: plus one all right what do you have all in right. control
1: so here's the first thing I'm going to point out is you mentioned that you hear rumors I actually have a feature called news from afar where the lore master which is the DM informs me of one or two events of importance occurring somewhere so I hear the same things you hear but the things I'm hearing are always real and true i also have a feature of being a scholar where once per adventuring phase now adventuring phase in is another thing we'll quickly explain you have fellowship phase journeying phase and adventuring phase adventuring phase is exactly like playing your 5e game it's where you're getting into the mix and solving a problem and then you would come back to town you would go to your fellowship phase so uh, an adventuring phase could be like clearing a whole dungeon before you get to go back to the city and during that time I can add plus five to any one ability check which is a really nice little control feature there I also have as a master scholar I have one of the secret lores and I chose the birds and beast lore where I understand the languages of all birds and beasts now specifically you're only allowed to choose one animal so I am the Master Horse Whisperer.
0: So like what? Your, your horse turns into Mr. Ed? Just to me. So what what do you say to your horse? What do you tell him?
1: Be like, hey, we're going to run around behind these guys and we're going to flank them. So just act like you're running off scared and then we'll dip down over the valley, through the trench and up their butts.
0: What up their butts? What's the, What's your horse's name?
1: Anslan's horse, son of Anslan.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, yep, that's pretty much on par with the quality of names that you've been going with, so... So what are you arguing for, uh, control?
1: This is just a zero to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would agree. That's a zero.
1: Thank you. How
0: tank? How tanky are you?
1: Well, I have a 13 AC, because I don't get to wear any sort of armor, but I do have a plus three to my decks. I have 40 hit points. Scholars have a D8. I also, another one of my virtues I took was a cultural heirloom. Now, this is a whole section of the book where these are just... Uh, Basically magical items and you can take a virtue where you get an item that pertains to your people So I took the ancient male of Gondor So this is a plus one to my AC in addition to normal AC bonuses and as a bonus action I can cheer on my allies and give everyone advantage on the next attack So this actually bumps my AC it bumps my AC up to an 18 After that because I have this this item now. This isn't cheating. This is a feat I took So I have an AC of 18 and 40 hit points. And I have healing potions where I can, as an action, I can heal 1d8 plus my wisdom. Which is? Which is a 2. So I can heal a potential 10 HP.
0: Okay. So what are you arguing? Or I
1: could, I think with the 18 AC, I mean, this is at least a 1 if not a 2.
0: You said an AC of 18?
1: Yes, because Chainmail is a 14 plus your dex, which is 3, plus 1 because it's magical. So it's an 18.
0: So you even cheat in Middle Earth. Alright, so yeah, you can I didn't cheat can,
1: at all. This is all by the book, my brother.
0: You're going to have to roll for this plus one.
1: Alright. Uh Anslan son of Anslan, mostly because he loves to talk about himself, also has a ten charisma.
0: I'll be damned you made another unlikable character. <laughs> Shout out to at Ohio Yeti. He's done it again, folks.
1: Anslan son of Ansland is an emissary of his people, but it kind of went to his head. What are you going to do? I got to get the 15 on the nose.
0: Hey, guys, uh, don't forget. Garen is the one that made a character that slept with a god.
1: Rolled a 16. Slept with two gods. It was a menage a trois.
0: That's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so yeah, you can have your plus one. All right, so for my tankiness, uh, I'm arguing <laughs> also a plus one, which is probably not going to work. I have a f- I have 40 HP, an AC of 14, but I also have Campfire Tales, okay? Which is, <laughs> ba- no, it's basically Song of Rest. It's just reskinned. And it gives out an extra D6 for healing during a short rest.
1: Yeah, that's way more ally assist. I would say this is a zero.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not my fault you argued a plus one, but fine, I'll take a zero.
1: <laughs> so now we're going into ally assist.
0: Well, before, before we go into ally assist, let me tell our listeners how they can be the best at ally assist and get a plus two. They can become donors of our Patreon. Really quick, let me just break down what you get at each of the tiers. One dollar, you get into our Discord, and you get into our weekly drawing for our published DMs Guild content. Two bucks, monthly one-shot adventure that's published, not anywhere else. It's only for Patreon supporters. At five bucks, you get everything that I just mentioned, plus two bonus episodes a month. One Fight Club and one Monster Lab. Monster Lab, we're creating basically brand new monsters from the ground up. And uh, Fight Club, we're taking two characters that have previously faced off in this format, and we're making them fight one another in combat at 10 bucks, you get all of that stuff that I mentioned, plus you're able to submit up to three flaws every six months for the Wheel of Unoptimization. You get early access to our regular show by one day, so instead of Wednesdays, you get to listen to our regular show on Tuesdays, and then one patron each episode will be able to submit a story scenario for either the Smooth Operator or Spitting Fire to be used in every single episode that Garen and I will have to be able to think on our feet and come up with uh, the best argument we can. 15 bucks, everything I mentioned, plus one piece of Character Lab merch every six months you donate, which we have t-shirts and we've got a Beaker D20 logo, a, a bunch of cool stuff. Get on shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash d Character Lab to check all that out. And actually you'll, you'll also be able to submit a character name uh, for each episode that we record and uh, we're gonna use it in all of our episodes. And at 20 bucks every six months, you're gonna be able to submit a character that's gonna be used in an episode Uh, And we're going to feature it on there. And one of us is going to argue in its favor. You're basically going to be featured on the show. And then every three months, you can pick either Dan or Garen to auto-fail or auto-crit on their challenge roles in the show. And every three months, you can grant either Garen or Dan inspiration uh, on their challenge roles in the show. Now that that has been said, why don't you move on to Ally Assist and tell us why you're better than our $20 donors and patrons
1: here's why i'm great for ally assist i chose the scholar class which is the the most like a cleric that you can be in this game so i've got my healing die as i mentioned before so that is a 1d8 plus two i can also spend 10 minutes with my allies and i can multiply that by three before adding my wisdom so that is a potential 26 healing i can also use those potions to cure one disease or poison I also have tongues of many people, so I can talk to virtually anybody. I'm almost unlimited in my languages.
0: And also, great makeout sessions.
1: <laughs> I know how everybody's tongue works. Who likes to rub tongues on top? Who likes to twist tongues around each other? Who likes to just tickle the tips of the tongues like two little snakes kissing?
0: And, ladies and gentlemen, Garen Jones makes it weird again. <laughs>
1: Uh, I am also, as I mentioned before, Anslan, Son of Anslan, one of the Kingsguard. I have got the sweetest respite, places to chill. I've got the best chill hangouts. As being part of the Kingsguard, I have access to a lot of great accoutrements. So I think for all of this being said, based on what these characters can do, I think this is actually plus two worthy.
0: Oh, no way. Oh, come on. No way. Given what you listed, a zero is warranted.
1: No, absolutely not. I'm healing which I'm sure you can't do, I...
0: Yeah, you're right. Bards can't heal.
1: You're not a bard. You're a warden. And you've got song arrest. I think based on what... I mean, looking at this in perspective here, I think this is a plus two worthy. I think this I is as strong so. as it gets as being middle, able to help you your friends. let
0: in the middle. one. Meet in the middle, plus one.
1: All right, what are you arguing?
0: Plus two. Thanks to my strong... No! Friends, those who are aligned with fulfilling the vision of my oath, I get help from people around town. In stays, food, information. I also have Warden's Gift, which is basically Bardic Inspiration. It grants me two d6 Inspiration die per short rest that I can award to each of my party members. I also have Campfire Tales, and I can charm my foes.
1: No, that's a one.
0: No, that's a two. Strong. No, two. because
1: you you have you've got the Inspiration. You've got healing only during short rests. And you could provide lodging to your friends which actually i can too i was saving that for another category and the charm well, thing shame. should have been you in didn't your use control it in this
0: one uh, and also yeah i used it in control but it can it also can help my friends if, all right then roll if, for it i think i did already didn't i already roll
1: did you already roll
0: yeah i think so i already lost a roll.
1: oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's a plus two strong. No, I, don't, I don't think i don't think no it's not strong. i can grant
0: inspiration twice i give extra healing. i can die. heal
1: five times okay You've got two inspiration, I've got five healing.
0: Fine, plus one. I'll take it. Alright,
1: it's even. Are Balance, you, are I'm you balanced? I'm
0: one, because I'm not extraordinarily balanced. I have a Strength of 11, Dex of 17, Con of 10, Intelligence of 12, Wisdom of 11, Charisma of 14. Pretty much proficiency in everything. If I, Whatever I don't have proficiency in, or double proficiency in, I have half proficiency in. I have a plus nine in Stealth, plus six in Sleight of Hand, plus six on a Dex saving throw, plus four in Perception plus 8 in Persuasion, plus 3 in everything under Charisma, and plus 5 to the Charisma Saving Throw.
1: All right, so you think this is a you plus 1? I mean, you got you got your bard thing. That's hard to argue with when it comes to yeah. balance here. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you a 1. I actually think I deserve a 1 also because I've got a Strength of 10, a Dex of 16 for my Longbow, Con of 10, Intelligence of 14, Wisdom of 15, Charisma of 10. I am proficient in 8 things, which I'm also proficient in some new skills available only in Adventures of Middle-earth. I'm proficient in lore, I'm proficient in riddles, and I'm proficient in traditions. I am double proficient in medicine and nature. You're arguing what? I'm arguing a one as well.
0: Take it. What do you have for Smooth Operator?
1: For Smooth Operator, I have the webs of deceit, one of my scholar traits. If I do an insight check with a DC of 15, plus the target's wisdom modifier. So that, just to recap, I got to get a 15 plus target's wisdom. If I'm successful, I get advantage on one skill check during a conversation. So this allows me to really uh, sway something in my favor. I also, as I mentioned, I can speak almost any language. I can speak to horses, which I could gain some information if I needed to. If I was in a city, I could talk to all of the horses.
0: Let me interrupt you in, in your arguments here. I think I know why most listeners, and this is scientific fact, I think I know why most listeners dislike you and like me. And that would be because you don't state your argument up front, you let us just linger there. And you're just like, what do you mean? I have this, I've got that. It's like, what number, man? What number?
1: Oh, you want to hear the number first?
0: Yeah, every time yes. I give you the number first. And then every time you make me wait and you give me all this ancillary crap that doesn't apply <laughs> and nobody nobody cares all- and by the end of it, you've basically sung me a song of rest and I'm just forced into submission. Is this part of your strategy?
1: Yes. But I think it's working because all of these things have applied. And the last thing I'll say is my, my background is Emissary of the People pass through friendly places easily, and I can find lodging for my friends. So I am basically everybody's best friend. I get in Not there, I can control operator. a conversation, and I can talk to anybody. What is
0: smooth about people lodging? What's smooth about that?
1: I can pass through friendly places easily. I'm, I'm known from the You can pass I get through though.
0: friendly places easily. What's smooth about that? I can pass through friendly places easily.
1: No, 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 no. I am saying that if you go into a town, you could go into a quote-unquote friendly town and still get some trouble from a a guard who's a dick or some criminals. I go into a town and people know who I am, so no one is gonna mess with me.
0: Stupid, very stupid argument, and I'm nullifying it. So it's rep. Your whole last character was based on rep. Two. No. What? Plus one. That is garbage. No, I
1: am. It's not garbage.
0: All right, let this me is tell a... you why I'm gonna, uh, let me tell you why I get a plus 1 and we'll just we'll just compare. I have the discourse ability. I have plus 8 to persuasion checks, plus 9 to stealth checks. I got them killer campfire tales I can sing them to sleep.
1: No, 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 no. You're not singing anybody to sleep. You're misusing that ability Love and goodbye, and good night.
0: Go to sleep and plus 1 me.
1: What do you think? I'll give you plus 1 because that wasn't terribly off key.
0: I love it. I'm going to move on to aggressive charisma. I'm arguing a minus one. I have a plus three to intimidation checks.
1: <laughs> you kind of have something.
0: Yep. Plus one. I mean, sorry, minus one.
1: Yeah, I could create a horse stampede. Sweet. I like could stampede of horses. Uh, I just tell them all, hey, look, let's get the fuck out of here. Alright? You guys are done living in this stable. Bunch I know of Mr. Eds. Bunch of Mr. Eds yeah. coming towards you. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's charge down the streets. Let's wreck this joint. That's my argument. I'll take a zero.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's better than my plus three to intimidation because it's actually something, so. All right, cool. Why would somebody play your stupid horse guy? I think you dumb, always call name? my
1: characters stupid.
0: Because I'm going to tell you, you don't make a whole lot of likable guys. This guy is another one. I'm like, he's just kind of a jerk. And then the last episode, you're talking I, about no, no, your no, he's...
1: bruises and shit, and I'm like, nobody wants that. He's not a jerk. He's just... It's gone to his head a little bit. He's very polite. He's very well spoken, and he looks out for his friends. He's just a little. Uh, he's a little wound tight from his position as an emissary. You with your vampire slayer last time, and this time I don't think I don't a, think
0: we told anybody. You have a who hobbit last, who's not even episode. Who won?
1: Oh, did I not mention that? I don't think you did. I I won that episode. And who won this episode? You won. Th- no, no, no. We tied this episode four to Hey-o. four.
0: Okay, sweet. No winners the theme of tw- the theme of 2018 and un- under x factor just for the record so that i have something uh, i put small man in middle earth just trying to make a name for himself uh, i love
1: this idea of playing hold on i do the one thing i do want to say is i picked a rider of rohan because i would love to play a mounted character and the idea of being a yeah we an all know mr horseback. cavalier <laughs> uh, uh, i want to mount being, i want to mount in real life
0: <laughs> that being said I, I think this supplement's really cool they as you said they reskinned a lot of 5e but they also kind of made a brand new game using the same mechanics so it was a lot of fun uh learning about this system however your character sucked as always garen why don't you go ahead and tell us what's coming out of the lab in the coming weeks
1: number one you got to be about that fresh math. Number two, Wombo's Guide to Combos. Very excited about our s- supplement up there on DM's Guild. Number three, our Patreon, we told you about. Number four, our Shirts on Spreadshirt. Check the link in the episode description. And number five, next week we are doing our second of two Lord of the Rings episodes. On the day that episode releases, the winners will be announced who are getting through the winners will be announced who will each get one of three copies of the PDF of adventures of middle earth players handbook and we're going to be bringing level 15 middle earth characters next week and i 100 percent guarantee you people i am going to make the most likable friendly jovial guy ever and dan's still going to crap on his guys
0: hold hold him to it also i'm really looking forward to that because frodo is coming out to play so that being said a lot of exciting stuff coming out of the lab as always Keep your eyes open on your Patreon feed if you're a patron. Uh, we do have a Monster Lab coming out at, in the middle of the month. Otherwise, that's all. Hey,
1: also oh. also, keep your hearts open because we're putting a lot of love out there and we want to we creep into your aortas and your ventricles. You know what I mean?
0: And he's going creepy again with it. So anyways, that's all for this week, Lab Rats. Just remember, it doesn't have to be optimized.
1: It just has to be fun. Thank you.
0: This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at D&D Character Lab or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.